I've been on. I've been ugh, dealing with some real uh, dummies. Yeah. Some real fucking uh, loser girls. Not even loser girls. You Dumb know, but they're girls. definitely not star girls. God, they're definitely not star girls. And on that note, interlude. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the star girl. Part yeah. Is good. Well, I mean, yeah, I know. But the whole song is Stargirl in I know, but... I That's why I just yelled interlude. Uh, hello again, everyone. Snakes, chickens, cats, ducks, cucks, blacks, whites. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, according no. to Michael Jackson. Uh, hey, he, he bounced between both. He did, he did. Hey, that's the name of the album featuring me, Benny G, Benny F., Gabe, Grapes, Dabes, whatever you want to say. Colin, Colin the Colonizer, Mm -hmm. White Mm -hmm. Boy, Mm -hmm. White Chocolate, Mm -hmm. White Lightning, Mm -hmm. Rosie's Stepson. Mm -hmm. But not in a, oh, Stepson, I'm Stuck kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Much better. Yeah. Well, depending, I mean, for her, it's much better. But like, I know which situation I'd rather be in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> but not with her. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, how are you doing again? Are you doing better now? Dude, I don't, I gotta, well, I gotta tell the listeners we're recording the same day as we did Metallica. I just got out of the biggest bullshit meeting, bullshit meeting Yeah, because I'm working from home. Like we're doing this during my day job right now. Uh, they just went around in circles the entire meeting. It was supposed to be 30 minutes. I cut it short at 37 minutes because I am a king who makes people respect his time. You put 30 minutes on my calendar, I give you a five-minute grace period, and then I'm fucking out of there. Did you call your boss to make sure it was okay? No, I I messaged him, and I said, I'll read you the text, Uh, because we do everything on Google Chat. So I messaged him, and I said these words. I have to hop off this call. Can you fill me in if anything else is discussed? It kind of feels like it's just going in circles right now. And he said, okay. And I said, thanks. So I didn't ask for permission to leave. I you told, told him, him. I told him I was leaving. Kind of sounded like you're asking permission. You you had to fill him in. You had to let him know. Well, I you couldn't just walk out of there. Well, I couldn't just walk out of there. But well, there were I, big questions. Right? I could just walk out of there, but I wanted to make sure he knew I was walking out of there, so he uh, could fill me in later. Uh, strategic marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck a meeting. I hate all work meetings. Yeah. Oh, they're horrible. Don't waste my time. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to meet with you. No. Fuck it. It was really whack. Uh, Today, part two. Part two to us. Part two to us. Just another week for you lovely listeners. I hope your skin is looking good. Hope your wife's not cheating on you. Hope your man is doing you right. Hope your baby daddy is taking care of the kids. You know, take care of the kids out there. Uh, Today is Starboy. By the weekend. You've always said that you were Starboy and you felt slighted when this album came out. I did. And I agree. Okay. I feel like you're a better Starboy. <laughs> let me let me pull some. I'm, uh, I'm going to pull this up real quick. I'm going to show Colin something. You as the viewers cannot see it, of course. But I'll describe this is it. audio. Okay. I want you to look at this release date. All right. Starboy. Looks like it was released February 7th, 2016. Wow. Same year, but months earlier. Released in November, or I mean, I think in September of 2016, was the weekend's yeah. Starboy. November 18th, 2016. 
Yeah, and when no, it's a full fucking nine months. Mm-hmm. And I did promo. Oh, for during a, January dude. and December. Man, the weekends out here stealing shit. Hey, man, I'm not. I'm not even trying to. I'm not even trying to say it myself. I'm just saying I can't. Well, you know. I mean, it, it's it kind of makes sense because you're doing all the work early. You know, during the weekday. Yeah. And then he comes mm-hmm. in later as the He's weekend. The fucking weekend, fucking end of the year. Even. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. God, fuck, man. But I will say, I enjoyed the music video for "I Feel It Coming." Yeah, it was wild. I remember good. when it came out, uh, Rory put it on for us, and I liked it because "Random Access Memories" came out a couple months before this. And you mean three years before this? It was like a couple months for me because I didn't turn it off. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I always forget that that album came out in 2013. Yeah, we did a retrospective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did we? Yeah, we did. Wow, what? No, I know. I've been listening to it again because it's a 10 year anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they just released some shit about some, it. Some uh, yeah, un, un, uh, undiscovered music, some unreleased stuff. Yeah, like the making of a song. Yeah. And it's just like you can hear I them in the check studio. That out. It's really good. It's really fun. Just a couple quick listens. But I really liked Random Access Memories. So once I heard Daft Punk was working with The Weeknd, yeah. I'm like, oh, let me hear that, that shit. That sounded great, right? Yeah. And uh, I won't get too much into that now, but it's like. 2016 was a fun year for music for me because that was when I was... It's a good year. It's not when I was introduced to Chance because I had always heard of Chance through the Chicago Bulls subreddit because he was a big Bulls fan. But it was the first time I actually like listened to his albums, his yeah, mixtapes. first like really got into his music. Right? And then his like first and album his, album then, came uh, out. Coloring Book came out that year too. Yeah. that I've, I feel like retrospectively we could hit 2016. There's some gems there. There's Blonde came out that year. Didn't Pablo come out? Pablo or was came that out later? in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very big year. Yeah. And that's when I got back into Kanye. Because I was. Time. Yeah. I think I mentioned it in the Yeezus retrospective. Again, 2013. There we go. Um, that when 808s came out, I hadn't gone through a big heartbreak. So I was like kind of pissed. He went from graduation to 808. So yeah, I stopped yeah. listening to him. Uh-huh. And then Pablo is what got me back into it. Yeah. I want to re- review Pablo, man. Pablo's good. Highlights. Yeah. I was wearing my... Uh, Fuck my life. I got two of his tour shirts from it. I got the Philadelphia, which is the orange with the green lettering. Mm. Then I got the Chicago, which is black with black lettering. And just says, I feel like Pablo on the back. I should... I'm going to try to find some of those old drops, see if there's people selling. Well, check out uh, PabloSupply.com because I also have just a white St. Pablo shirt. Nice. Yeah. So he's still selling it, maybe. I haven't checked since this whole debacle. Exactly. Um, yeah, I've always been hesitant to listen to this album for that very reason of him taking... Because when it came out that he was coming out with an album with like Daft Punk stuff, I was like, yo, that could be the greatest album ever. Only two songs, though. Only two fucking songs. That's and I gotta say... And then he said it was called Starboy, and I was like, motherfucker. Fucker! Yeah. How dare you? How dare you steal? That was my first rap name. I went from Starboy to Eclipso to all the variations of Benny. I like the variations of Benny a little more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. I think that's why I probably won't ever like. I won't change my rap name ever again. Yeah. Benny. Benny F. Benny Forever. All Something works. about it. The it, name Benny just works. It just works. Yeah. Shout out to Benny the Butcher. Um. But yeah, piss me off, man. I was mm-hmm. like, you're not. I, I honestly have been calling myself Starboy since like 09 because yeah. I would always, every time I hit the, the box in Mario Kart, it was a star. 
There was there was well, a time I was playing here, my brother in Mario Kart three stars in a row. Damn, I was I was going off, bro. And here's the thing, Kiss. Remember Star who, Star Child Star Child that was his name yeah, yeah. Ace Freely no I think Ace Freely was uh, no who are the members it's uh, Gene, Gene Simmons Ace. was Ace the lead singer I think so yeah then yeah he is yeah 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 because the there's the cat and then the, the yeah, drummer's Peter the, yeah I was I always forget those last two yeah they're forgettable yeah <laughs> yeah honestly yeah they are uh but yeah piss me off Star Boy. I'm the fucking star boy. I'm the yeah. original star boy. Let's yeah. get that. Let's get that straight. I am the original star boy. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. How do you we're, we're going to jump into questions for Gabe. OK, because I have one question for you. The weekend never struck me as like he struggled or anything. And you listen to a song like Sidewalks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, are you you just sound like you're making shit up right now. Like, it did is you hard really? to believe him as a person who struggled. Yeah. It is very hard. And I was going to ask, do you feel that way when you listen to Sidewalks or you think about The weekend? Because I think about The weekend, I think of like a suburban kid. Yeah. I think his voice is uh, very confusing to the some of the things that he says. Yeah. Because you just can't really buy him having like a hard life. Right. It's just hard to buy it. And then you like kind of see his, him in real life. And even the way he looks, it's like... I feel like he doesn't look like J. Cole, but he reminds me of like a suburban J. Cole. Yeah. Like if there was a J. Cole that didn't go through like J. Cole's upbringings or anything, yeah, I would think it's The weekend. Middle class, my ass, just to get a tank of gas, have the running guns to treat the pound of shit. That's a J. Cole lyric. But yeah, is Sidewalks is a funny listen because it was like, uh, okay. And Reminder too. Also mm-hmm. kind of has that same kind of like energy... That was something that I uh, read on the uh, about the album was that he kind of made some of these songs to like be like rappers that he grew up listening to, like Wu Tang. And that's kind of that's what Sidewalks. It took me out of it because it it felt fake when yeah. he was on it. It felt fake, but then it felt real when Kendrick, Kendrick was, on was on it. it. Yeah, Kendrick's a little bit more believable. Yeah, I think that's just because of his like subject matter and. I think it's just easier to accept darker skinned men as harder than like light skinned dudes. Honestly, yeah, because I think like it's just any, even any light skinned dude you see, you just don't buy as like a tough guy. And and that's because like I mean, a lot of the rap stuff that comes out, it's like they make fun of light skinned dudes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and then it's like when I hear about, or I'm on basketball Twitter a lot. Yeah, you know, light Steph skin, Curry. Yeah, light skinned players get shit on a lot too, yep. just for that reason. Yeah, it's a stupid color. Now, thing, let me ask you this: Am I allowed to say that as a white dude? No. Okay, so that's what I was wondering. I'm like, <laughs> it feels weird me saying it, but it doesn't feel racist. You yeah, know? it's like, not. It's not essentially racist. See, know. this is the thing. Like, because like I was having the same kind of issue. Not, yeah, issue with when I was listening to Sidewalks, and then I had to remember when the weekend first came out. His first three records in 2011, nobody knew who he was. Right. Like, there wasn't like pictures of him. He didn't really come outside during that first like year or so. He was like an enigma. He was for almost, a long time. He was almost too poppy for me, where I felt like almost he was like a boy band. You know how women love boy bands? Yeah. Women love The Weeknd. So much to a point where I'm just like, yeah, he's like a boy band pop artist. And then I listen to some of his music and I'm like, this isn't for me. Yeah. And then like, have you heard of House of Balloons, the album? Some of it. 
you know, okay. but it's like it was like the only one I knew. I forget the name of the song, but it's his face going numb. It's about cocaine and everything. Yeah, is it? I can't feel my face when I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, that was like the only one where I was like okay with his song because I like that song. Yeah, but everything else, I'm just like, this is like, not, it's not for me. That's the best there's, way I can say. Okay, it. there's there's three there's three or four few uh, weekend periods. There's the first set, the 2011-2012 Drake shit, where he was like. A nobody that nobody knew. It's just somewhere everybody was like, just everybody on Tumblr was like the weekend, the weekend, and like maybe you got like a picture or so of him. But he was he was like the first like real mysterious like internet artist. Have you seen Uncut Gems? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's I've in... seen I've seen him in the movie. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's obviously made after he popped off, yeah. but it's funny how it's like about early career. Not the movie's not about it, but he's in it as early career weekend mm. where he's playing like a small show and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna go see this guy. He calls himself the weekend and he's apparently gonna be a pretty big guy. And that's it's, beautiful. It was kind of funny, yeah. Because that that was what it was. It was like he was he was just this internet guy. And if you were like really, really like into Tumblr and that kind of shit, you like knew about him and you've probably like heard some of his music, but you weren't like really like sure of what he looked like, who he was, you know? Right. And then Drake started using him on uh, Take Care and then on some of those projects. And that's when he kind of got big. Mm-hmm. And then there's the 2013, 2016 period from Kiss Land and the album before this and Starboy, where I kind of feel he started making like big albums and was like a featured artist on stuff but i don't think he was exactly doing music that his fan base that he cultivated in 2011 i don't think he was doing anything that they liked you know what i mean they kind of like were you know you'll hear this from weekend fans they was like weekend fans they'll be like oh yeah he sold out or his new shit just it wasn't but you know that was i actually like don fm more than i like starboy i bet and, but, but I'm talking about like 2011, 2000, like oh, okay. 2013, 2015, 2016 uh, weekend. And then there's this third era of the weekend that we're living in now. Uh, the After Hours, uh, Dawn FM era, where he is kind of trying to, in my opinion, blend his radio personality with his... Uh, mysterious personality that was what initially got him into the game. I feel like he's trying to mold all that together. So right now we're kind of, I feel like Starboy is kind of the end of his trying to make really poppy records Mm -hmm. and the beginning of him trying to become a visual artist. Because so much of the After Hours stuff and the Don FM stuff is visual. And is like I forget I, I think that was isn't After Hours the one before, uh fucking yeah it goes my dear it goes After Hours my dear Melancholy and then uh Don FM and Don FM and After Hours are both like big big like visual albums the videos kind of like go hand in hand with the messages of the albums, and everything that's like his new era that he's in right now. Uh huh. This era, this album, Starboy, though, is like the end of the, I'm the weekend, I'm a commercial artist that makes like happy music, 
or like music that's super catchy, but he still, you know, he still was kind of trying to make music about like cocaine and stuff that <laughs> that we all know and love him for. So I think yeah. it's, I think he's got like really interesting phases, and he's one of the more interesting artists of our time, given he had so much of a rise on the internet and the early like blog. And I like his vocals. Great, great voice. I don't yeah. think that's even in question. I just think he's one of those artists that. I think because he he has such an interesting voice, it's kind of weird for him to be accepted or I'm not really sure what the word I'm looking for is. But I think he's got a lot of layers that I don't think I think his former fans, former fans never really appreciated. Mm -hmm. I think they wanted him to just kind of stay in that one element. But I like what what he's doing now as a visual, doing more visual artist shit and kind of delving into a more different poppy sound. But uh, I have some questions for you. Go for it. What is your favorite feature on this album? <sighs> kind of tough. Here's the thing. I really like Kendrick's part of Sidewalks. Yes. Great it's kind of the only part I like about Sidewalks, honestly, if really? I'm being real. I'll, I'll give you a sneak peek. It's my top. It's my number five. Mm. And that was the song I was debating. Like, do I like it enough to be top five? There were a couple songs where I didn't hate them, but I didn't really like them. I had my top four solidified. I had my honorable mention, which is my favorite feature, um, because I liked the song, but I didn't like it enough to be in the top five because it wasn't like a full song, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Stargirl Interlude, good track, great feature. I wouldn't classify it as a full song, though. Yeah. You know? So that's why it's an honorable mention. But she did enough on it to be my favorite feature on the album. I agree. It's my favorite feature on the album as well. Yeah. And it is my honorable mention as well. Look at that. Look at us. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Oh, I actually have another question because I you kind of touched on it a little bit. Do you think this album would have been better had Daft Punk been more involved? Oh, yeah. There was... I felt like... I'm just going to get into my top five again. Yeah. Uh, sneak peeks. I feel it coming... And Starboy are both in my top five because they're great with Daft Punk. I feel like I Feel It Coming didn't make Random Access Memories like it was cut from it. Yeah, and they it put sounds it like on a here. track that could have been on Random Access Memories. And For it sure works. It does. Yeah, and I love it. I feel like if it was more of those two songs throughout the album, one of my biggest knocks on the album is since it's so long, it feels like it's a bunch of different things shoved together yeah there's no fluidity from the first song to the last song you know there's points i feel like with stargirl interlude it tried to sound like there was a theme to the album but then after that it just completely was abandoned and it became more party you know so i feel like if he's stuck with daft punk and maybe they weren't as featured as they were on starboy or as i feel it coming if they just stuck to producing the other songs it would have been really good you know unpopular opinion I don't really get much from the Daft Punk songs on this album. Really? I don't. Hmm. Especially not Starboy. Interesting. Okay. Surprisingly so. But I do think a uh, Daft Punk produced Weekend album would have been awesome. I feel yeah. like that's what we should have got here. I feel like that it's the same thing with like Yeezus only being like kind of just like I think a couple tracks on Yeezus where Daft Punk was like involved or whatever. Like I love Yeezus, but like I feel like any like artists working with Daft Punk would like a Daft Punk joint project with any of our like A-list artists would be amazing. 
Well, let me build off of that with Yeezus. I think he brought in enough different producers to, to make, make it, it work. Yeah, to make it work. There's yeah. not enough of that on Starboy. Exactly. Here. That's an issue, yes. Okay, let's get into the top five. All right. You got top I five? I feel the top five. I feel the top five. I feel the top five. That's the top five song. There you go. As I said, the, uh, my honorable mention was Stargirl Interlude. I actually really want to put this in my top five, but it is, like you said, it's just not long enough to be really considered as like, I, it, I feel like it'd be in bad faith to put it in like the top five. And, it's definitely and it's, one of the best interludes. Yeah, it's a good attention-pulling track. Yeah, and I know? don't even like Lana Del Rey. It like, was the first... Yeah, I never really listened to her music, but it was the first song that made me go, maybe I should give Lana Del Rey a chance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, not because of the theme of the song. Just purely for her performance. Yeah, it. she's got a great performance. The beat's real moody. Good uh, vocals from Abel. Like, yeah, it just works really well as a as an interlude that kind of breaks up the halves of the album. It's placed really well in the album too, and it does go into sidewalks pretty well. But it does yeah. it does it is misleading and making you think that there's like a uh, a real like halves. You know, like the album's broken up in themes, and it's not really not really that cohesive that way number five rockin all right i really like i like the dancey upbeatness of this song and uh we can just keep rocking it's a real like bop man that's really what it is like i couldn't stop dancing when i first heard it it's a little i don't love the the little like breakdown part before the hook I think vo- the vocals on that are not so great. I don't think his voice really like could handle that kind of reach he was trying to do. Sure. But uh, I love the beat, and I think the lyrics are kind of fun. Uh, pretty decent song. It's a song I will definitely be listening to outside of the podcast just because I like to dance at my house by myself, you know? Yeah. And I just, you know, we can just keep rocking. Dope little titty. Number four sidewalks there, there you go because <laughs> at first at first i was like uh this song's all right but then like i listened to it again i listened to it in my headphones i was like yeah this song's just all right and then i listened to it like on speakers and like the middle part of the the like the breakdown part during the hook really that was, hits that was rough that was i don't even <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I can't. I can't. There's like a. I'll, uh, um, I'll put it on. There's the, the like the halfway during the hook. There's like a background uh, vocal guy singing. There's no way to be something like that. Sure. I haven't gotten it down perfectly, but yeah, the I think weekends versus whether you uh, believe. Oh them. yeah. As soon as I put it on, I knew what you're. You knew about. what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. It, whether you believe the weekend or not, I think. Uh, the rapping is pretty good on his part. Um, Kendrick, of course, you know, it's Kendrick Lamar in 2016 of all years. Yeah, to me, it wasn't the rapping. It was the subject matter coming yeah. from him. It felt fake. Sure, it was all right, but it just something about it felt fake. And like I, I like I said, like, like he was enough of an enigma that like him talking about like this kind of thing. I, I could not believe it, but at the same time, like. I don't know enough about the weekend to where I could like truly contest it. So you could easily be like, well, maybe he's talking about himself. Maybe he's talking about a character. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, I think it's the chorus that I like the least. 
where it's a sidewalk saved my life and the, and the vocals of that don't really do it sidewalk yeah yeah that's kind of where it took me out of it because i like his verse but then when it goes from his verse to the chorus nah i could i could i could feel that yeah but i, I just do think that the it brings the this song brings a bit of levity to this album that's very much needed and like a sense of like uh bigness like this is a big time song yeah like it yeah it's a song with kendrick lamar probably at some of the highest popularity that kendrick has seen you know this is right after to pimp a butterfly on the way to damn so kendrick was still like a big was damn 2017 yeah okay so like this is like a a, a good song. yeah it was a good hey kendrick's still here type yeah. of song getting ready for and i notice he does that he appears as a feature leading up to his Smart album release yeah it's that good old td marketing yeah uh number three reminder she go low main is that is that offensive him talking about a chinese girl going low main so it's like what 21 said in one of the songs and i think it was her loss uh he goes uh i like fried rice you better cook like you went asian yeah it's a little a little questionable <laughs> but they're not white so it's okay you okay. know yeah yeah uh but yeah i like i like this song a lot actually it was it's uh the weekend as a rapper when he like gets in the rapping bag kind of is kind of can be kind of corny but like when he hits it's really 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 good and i think this song is like a really really dope like I think is the most one of the most fulfilled of the idea of him doing an album uh, inspired by braggadocious rap, because honestly, he's talking about his progress as he's made in the, his career and shit. Like, it's pretty impressive at this time, and he only got bigger after this album. Right. So it's like he was really. This was the time for him to get into that. Yo, I'm doing. I'm killing it. Shit. Like I'm on my shit. Uh, you know, he was talking that shit on this. You know, he was spitting like a rapper, and he was still getting in on a singing bag. I think this is like the best of both worlds of rapping weekend and singing weekend. Plus, if you watch the music videos, a lot of really good cameos. There's Drake, Travis Scott. You know, all of his niggas celebrating with French Montana's in the video. One of the classic rap videos where you got all the cameos and just like them chilling, smoking weed. Good video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good song too. I really fuck with it. Uh, number two, A Lonely Night. I really, 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 really like this song. A lot of people were like, uh, I feel it comments kind of like him getting in his Michael Jackson bag. But I feel like A Lonely Night is way more of an off-the-wall kind of Michael Jackson performance. Almost, the beat is almost thriller-ish. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I it's, this, I feel like this song is way more Michael Jackson-esque than fucking I Feel It Coming. And I didn't feel that way with I Feel It Coming at right? all. Right? I, like, I don't know why people I didn't know were people that. were saying that. Yeah, there's a couple people who felt. Like, well, I, I, the AI thing I was telling you about a couple episodes ago, <laughs> they replaced his vocals with Michael Jackson on I Feel It Coming. And I thought they just did that because you know, people their, just, people their voices always are, compared him to Michael Jackson. I can see that with their voices. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah. And uh, he did a Dirty Diana cover on uh, Echoes of Silence, his third album. Okay. His third mixtape, actually. Um, this oh, is yeah, a, this is definitely. This is a fucking bop, dog. This yeah. is a song. This is You put this on, everybody's going on the dance floor, having a good time. I'll be time. honest with you. When I made this top five... 
I feel like I could have added more. This isn't in my top five, only because the songs around it dropped me out of it. Ugh. So I kind of was like in a sour mood when I heard this one. So I probably didn't give it as much love as I could have. You should. This is a dope because, song. Because like Six Feet Under and Love Delay, not really my favorite song. You know what is funny about a Love Delay? I liked it when I first heard it. And then I I liked it for a while. Then like I kind of like listened to it again. Somebody kind of brought up how it's kind of over overproduced. Yeah. And then I like had to listen to it that way, and it kind of was like kind of listening to the backgrounds. I was like, yeah, this is kind of overproduced. And then I was listening to it walking from here. I was like, you know what? I feel like Ed Sheeran would have made mm-hmm. Love Delay, especially the title of the song. It's yeah, such an Ed Sheeran title. But I feel that way with Six Feet Under. Also, it feels overproduced. Yeah, Six Feet Under is overproduced, and the hook is way too simplistic. So to go from Six Feet Under to Love to Lay to a Lonely Night, by the time I got to a Lonely Night, I can see night, where you're a little bit cloudy. Yeah, but like I don't know what I think. I don't know. I think I think walking helps me. Cause like stuff that like just blends in will just blend in, but then once I heard this beat, I immediately was like, "Oh, this reminds me of like uh, off the wall. This reminds me of like Thriller. This reminds me of like a just like a really dope early '80s like R&B dance disco yeah. kind of track." And it, this is a bag that I think he ends up kind of go. He's kind of in his bag on Don FM a little bit. This song could kind of sounds like a Don FM song to me a little bit. If he didn't go too ethereal with that album. Yeah. That was my like biggest complaint about the album. Getting the single of, uh, I forget the fucking single's name, but I love the single. And then I hear the album and I'm like, well, that's not what I was expecting from this at all. Like I was expecting an eighties type, album which yeah. this would have fit into yeah, perfectly. Right? This is that more of that this is more of that feel that he probably should have, you know. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, I really really like A Lonely Night. I definitely is a song I will listen to after this is done. This is like one of my favorite. This song was stuck in my head after I like like really realized how good of a song it was. Before we continue, we should address the elephant in the room. Starboy. Starboy. Yeah. Hey, it's the name of the album. Hey, it's the name of the album. It's the name of the song. And the song. And I don't like this song. I think it's all right. I give it. I'll just give my grade right away. Six five. Same. Yeah. Same. I gave it a six five. However, it's my number three in my top five. Really? Because I, like I said, this song, this album was so like all over the place. I feel like if it was listed differently, maybe I would have certain songs like A Lonely Night in my top five or higher than Starboy. Yeah, but the songs that preceded some of the songs that are that they were just ne- unnecessary. Yeah, but then like starting with Starboy, I think was a good starter. Oh God. I liked it. Getting right into it, I'm going to put it on right now. And I think I did. God. I just did like Daft Punk's productions on this. Yeah. I like this. The, I like how it starts. Super good. Yeah. Of the production on this song and the I, I feel it coming are really, really, really amazing. And I feel like that's what saves it. So it's like this. My top three, I won't name my number two, almost pure nostalgia. I kind of view this album, I'll get into that now, uh, the way you viewed Teenage Dream. Okay. You were a little kinder to it with your grading because of the nostalgia factor. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel with this album. My number two, especially, purely nostalgic. I have a feeling it might be your least favorite. But honestly, I feel like there's four songs that could be least favorite on here, so it might not be. It's my number two just for how I was feeling at that time this album came out. Uh, 
Uh, and what I was doing when this album came out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't... Like I said, the production on the Starboy song is super dope. A lot of the vocal inflections are, are cool. And I even like the hook a little bit. I just... I just think the track is just kind of lacking, man. It seems like just a single. Yeah. You know? The verses are just not there for me. And... I don't really like the I don't I feel like that would work better for Kendrick. Well, I feel like it's funny you say that because I feel like that's very weekend and I don't see it working with anyone else, but I don't give that a credit to the weekend for doing that. It's almost like, okay, this is just you. You know what I Think of it, I kind of compare it at two and kind of like think of it like as the, uh, this two way too crazy, A. This is way too crazy, A. This is it, it, baby, A. That, I don't think anybody else could get away with that besides Kendrick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think only The Weeknd could get away with this. Eh, see, yeah. I just think it's whack. You yeah. know what I mean? And now that we're listening to it again, I take back what I said for a good way to start the album. This feels like a middle of the album track. You think so? Yeah. I think it is. I think that too. I think it probably would be better. I, either, it, I think it's better as just a single, honestly. And if you're going to have it on there, put it as the fourth or fifth song. Yeah. I don't think you started the album with this. It honestly sounds like somebody had established the Starboy lore a couple songs ahead. Yeah. And now he's just getting into it. And that's one of my knocks on the album the the no cohesiveness with yeah, starboy because you hear this starboy song you think okay this is going to be almost like a storytelling album about the starboy character yeah. nope nope not at all so both 6.5 yeah yeah could have been better it's not the worst song ever but man what a kind of feels like a waste man i feel like he waste he kind of wasted two two i mean he he didn't waste them these are huge humongous songs I feel it coming in Starboy, both songs that probably made him millions of dollars. Well, I and feel I it coming. I have rated higher than Starboy. As it should be. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think they're, I wouldn't say waste to him, but for me as a music enjoyer, really wish something cooler would happen to him working with Daft Punk. Yeah. Least favorite. You were just playing it a little while ago. Was I? Attention. Okay. I hate that song, dude. I, yeah, I've got. To well, an honorable mention, least favorite. Yes, I yeah. feel, you just it's like a lazy instrumental, lazy hook. Just yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 listen, 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 listen. I know I'm saying that about attention. You could honestly point that to love delay, too. Yeah. Love delay. Uh, and now, now here's the thing you're talking this part of the album is where I'd say, oh no, my my. Honorable mention was earlier in the album, but my least favorite is right after this. Ordinary life. Oh, also, not dude, good. it's so it's such a radio song. <laughs> it it annoys the hell out of me. I also want to go in on the the secrets cover. Not a good cover, man. No, the original version is much better. Uh, True Colors, even though it's kind of a all right instrumental. Uh, Another boring fucking hook, man. True Colors, Love Delay, fucking Secrets. All these songs could have been least favorites. For My me. honorable mention least favorite, False Alarm. Yeah, False Alarm. At Alarm's first, like, I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. And then I'm really yeah, listening to it. And I'm yes. like, no, this is this not is good. Not good. <laughs> at first, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> at, at first, I'm like, yeah, dude, I agree. 
with the red flags aspect of a woman, but then the fucking repeating a false alarm really like jarred me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't pleasing to listen to. Yeah. Nah. It's like it there's so many tracks on here. This song that is sound fucking like, boring, dude. Yeah. This puts me to sleep. It's almost, yeah, it's This horrible. is NyQuil. This is music NyQuil. It, it fucking... Not in a good way. There's so many songs on this album that either sound like it was made strictly for the radio, for radio plays, or strictly for a nightclub for white people. Yeah. False Alarm, white person nightclub song. Ugh. False Alarm! I thought it was yeah. pretty decent, too. And then I was like, nah. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck attention. Horrible song. Bad song. I guess we should get into my number one now. Yeah. What was your number two? My number two was A Lonely Night. Oh, okay. I thought that Great was number three for some reason. Great song. Yeah, yeah. Drum roll, please. Die For You is my number one. Okay. I like that one. It just missed my top five. I feel like... I feel like... I, I feel it coming shouldn't have been the last song. I feel like Die right. For You should have been the last song. I feel like this... I feel like this is more of what he would end up going to do on the next projects on After Hours and fucking uh, Don FM. I feel like these, this song kind of is more in the vein of that. So I think it would have been cooler to leave on this note so that when you go into those ones, you're like, okay, I feel the transition. I just don't feel like I feel it coming is anti uh, cl- a climactic song. I feel like this is. Mm-hmm. And also this is the... I love The Weeknd. I don't love his discography, but I love the concept of him as an artist, I think. So for him, he's like what Metallica is for me, where it's a greatest hits Yes, artist. I would say that. I would say that. Let's say that. And so I think sometimes he makes songs that are just for pop, and there's songs that he makes that you can really like feel. This is one of those songs that I feel like this is his most authentic. Yeah. Like a kind of a Katy Perry oh, of Circle the Drain, yeah. you know? Yeah. Where on a lot of Teenage Dream, it's just kind of like good song or shit song, whatever. But Circle the Drain, because she was talking about something that she really, really felt, it was an authentic, better song. This song, apparently about Bella Hadid. And so I feel that. I feel when he says I'll die for you, that shit hits me because mm-hmm. I've felt that about a woman before. And I feel like I could sing this with the same uh, inflection as him. And I'm not coming off as corny because this song feels real, feels authentic. Even during the verses, the it's hard to communicate. The way he starts off, it sounds like he's like really talking to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not trying to make a record. He's right. like making a record at his a diary as a record you know what i'm saying it's like real authentic pain real authentic like melancholy about like a fucking relationship that isn't like there anymore and like he's still like finding a way to like get over it and shit you know what i mean right this is like the out of all these 18 bloated songs good all right, songs, great songs, some great songs. This is the most authentic, best vocal performance on the on the album to me, apparently, in my opinion. You know? yeah, yeah, I think this is the one of his honestly one of his best songs. Honestly, this is, is if we did a top fifteen weekend songs, I'd probably put "Die for You" in there for it for sure. I wish I wrote it. I wrote. I wish I wrote this song. Yeah, like it's. I love. I love R and B songs that are vulnerable, true, and made well and this song is in all of those categories best song on the album 
There you go. I'd die for you. Now, before your grade, I'll get into my... Give me your top five, buddy. Because we got some different ones. A lot of different ones, actually. We do. Yeah. I like that. So, honorable mention, we both agreed, Stargirl interlude. Lana Del Rey was great on it. Really good vocals, great energy in the song. Like, she portrayed the messaging perfectly in that song. But the one thing I hated was it played into that Starboy storytelling mode, but no other songs did. It just seemed like it was Starboy, Stargirl interlude, and then it, it was like there was supposed to be a story, but there wasn't. It's just a bunch of random songs. Yeah, and it's kind of annoying. But I like that interlude. Uh, number five, Sidewalks. Honestly, I put a note on here. Saved by Kendrick <laughs> slash Nostalgia. Saved by the Kendrick. That's why it's in my top five. Okay. And my only top five. Uh, number four, All I Know. I liked All I Know. I forgot how that went. Let me put it Jog on. my memory, please. Yeah. it's Oh, right before this. It's Featuring Future. Uh, and I think I really only like the future feature you've been on you've been on a, a future kick dude future i've realized i've liked future a lot without realizing it and like even back in the day like when mass off came on or came out with the kendrick verse and everything i really fucked with that too and then but i never really listened to future at all and then his album this past year really solidified that you were a future fan yeah kind of yeah. the future mm-hmm yeah, I feel that. Um, so all I know... That's the future song. Number three, Starboy. Pretty much only like it because of how Daft Punk produced it. The nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, number two, huge nostalgia. I really felt like you would think it was a corny song, Party Monster. Uh, I thought it was a pretty decent song. It is. A lot of it, I felt at that time, because this is when I was... I had freshly moved out of my parents. I was living with Matt and Taylor. We lived in a perfect party house. We had a lot of parties, and the layout of the house was perfect for parties. Okay. I was doing a lot of acid, and I hadn't done shrooms yet, but I had tried Molly once or twice at these parties. And it's just like this song kind of felt perfect for me at that time when this album came out. So 2016 was a good year for me. And I feel like this song captured it pretty well. So this is like a purely nostalgic rating for me. Um, I like this song, though. Yeah. I, it didn't make my top, but I do like it. Yeah. It's, a, again, another, like, kind of... It's a song right after uh, fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Starboy. Mm-hmm. I feel like this... I mean, as we don't like False Alarm, but, like, I don't know. This could have been a decent beginner. This could have been a decent intro to the album. Yeah. Um. Better than Starboy. But yeah, I think the, the the beat on this is really like moody and dreary and like kind of like you're in a like a hazy room where you're fucked up off weed and coke, and any type of fucking drugs. There was a time in this period of my life where the, the only time I was sober was when I was sleeping. I was going through a lot of shit, not like negative shit, but like I was finally able to try a bunch of different shit without... Worrying about my parents or anything like that, being caught and yeah. like being in trouble, quotes, because I wouldn't really get in trouble, but I you have to deal with like disappointed parents if you show up tripping on acid or something. So it's like I took advantage of like, you know how I told you our friend is oh, yeah. doing substance abuse oh, yeah, right yeah. now. You were he, doing he's something. older than I was at this time yeah. right now. 
So it's like it's okay if you're younger. Like early twenties is your time. To yeah, do that twenty four, twenty five is when I was like really. Twenty sixteen, yeah, I was twenty four. Yeah. So it's like really when I was like fucking again, like smoking weed all the time, showing up to work high. My high would last my entire shift. Go home, smoke more, drink more, do acid on the weekends. Yeah, it was crazy. Sometimes you were a party monster. Sometimes I wouldn't even be sober when I was sleeping because I'd go to bed high. High, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then one time, the I took such a strong edible at night that I woke up still high. So it's like sometimes you're just Done going that through before it. Too. And it's this song one. kind of feels like uh, you're going through the motions while you're fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like being fucked up sonically. Yeah, but it's like it's like I don't want to compare it to the song "Comfortably Numb" by Pink Floyd because that's about that a lot too. Yeah, but that that has a whole different like that's a, di- a different mood. It's a, yeah, it's a different mood, a different type of high in that song. Yeah. But this is definitely the the party drug just going through everything. Like I could see the way this is played. It's like you're like so high and the music video would be like you're in a club not dancing and everyone's dancing around you and you're just like zoned out from I feel the like drugs. This, the, there is a video for this song. Yeah. It's all right. It's, you know, very stylistic and colorful, but I think it would have been better suited like what you're talking about, like at a party first person maybe. And you just, it's like kind of just like woozy and like dreary. Everyone else shit. is having a great time. Yeah. They're on their own highs, but they're not like the high you're on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If I had to rank, I, I might, you know, we say like number six is like our honorable mention. This would be like a number seven for me. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what's your number one? I feel it coming. I feel it coming. Yeah. To me, that's just, I told you, it feels like it didn't make the cut for Random Access Memories. And he just kept it and was waiting for the right album to put it on. Yeah. And I feel like this is that right album. Yeah, this is definitely a... This kind of does remind me of like uh, Instant Crush a little bit. Yeah. This kind of got the same kind of uh, vibe as that song. Especially because Starboy didn't really feature Daft Punk on it. Yeah. They they kind of said Starboy, I think. Yeah. It, but it like wasn't in it. I feel like that was... The marketing was very misleading. Yeah, but you them on... doing Daft Punk, Starboy. That sounds like a Daft Punk album with The Weeknd. Yeah, and then them on this song, I really liked. Because you can hear them. You, <laughs> you know can really, it's them. You can really, really hear it. Instead yeah. of like on Starboy, where it's just like influenced. Yeah. And they, they produce both songs, but like... It feels like more care was put into this song. Definitely more care was put into the song, This Our Boy. And, and that's song. why I feel like it should have been or could have been on Random Access Memories. Yeah. I think if it was a cut, they made the right choice by cutting it from that album. All but right. I mean, I'm not saying that is what happened. But, but that's how it sounds. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is what's important. Perception is with music is often reality. Yeah. Uh, so what is your uh, score? Uh, so I'll go through my notes like I did with Metallica. So, like I touched on, same issue as Teenage Dream. Good singles, but poor flow as an album. Yes, I agree. Um, There's too much going on slash different sounds. It tries to be fluid at points with themes, but then it drops it completely. And it throws in those radio singles or fucking club hopefuls. Trying to, it It seemed like it tried to have too many hits on it instead of just being an album. You know? So, purely for nostalgia's sake... (laughs) Gave it a six and a half. I kind of felt that's where you were going with. Yeah. Um, I'm not. This album wasn't as nostalgic for me as it was for you. And at first, I definitely liked it more. This is one of the few times where, like, at first, I started off like being like, 
it's a pretty good album. And then my kind of feelings of it kind of as I listen to it more and kind of do a little bit more digging, I kind of liked it less. I think you're right. It has a lot of the issues of Teenage Dream of like dope, some dope songs, shitty cohesion, and the lows are pretty fucking low. And the highs aren't high enough to make up for those lows. Yeah. If you have multiple songs where you're just like, why the fuck is this even on the album? Yeah. And 18 songs? 18 songs. Get out of here. It's an hour long of some pretty mid stuff. And here's the thing. This is an hour long, 18 songs. Metallica was eight songs, 55 minutes. Less filler, man. Less filler. Longer songs, less filler. Yeah. Somehow. And then you look at fucking Sum 41, their first album, <laughs> All Killer, No Filler. Uh, sometimes that's, up, man. I know. Uh, but we sometimes, all sad? sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to go all killer, no filler. Yeah. Why have filler? Yeah. You're not writing a novel. That's what I try to do with my albums. Yeah. They're very short and succinct records. Yeah. That's what we're going to keep doing it for my new album, Young Angel, coming out somehow, some, sometime. I don't, don't know. plug. Don't plug? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because The weekend might take the fucking Young Angel title. There you go. Yeah. Watch it. Don FM to Young Angel, natural progression. Right? Would he have, a, have an album called Young Angel? Doesn't that sound like something he would do? Yeah. It might be Young Abel because he's changing his name to his real name. He's, oh. he's, going, he's leaving The weekend behind and now he's going to be able. Oh, he's... Starting his weekday phase. Yes, the weekday. The weekend finally ended. Yeah, no more <laughs> oh! partying, all business. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I give this album a. a uh, I was gonna give this album an eight. Really? Originally, because I there's songs on here that I really, really like. I really love a lonely night, and I like I said, dude. I wish I wrote "Die for You." Like I really, really wish I wrote that song. Like, yeah, but I have to like consider the lack of cohesion. Some of the most boring, like, badly written songs I've, I've heard in a long time with really, like, whack production. And I think that takes away from some of the really great moments on it. Because there's some really high highs. There's some really enjoyable songs. Like I said, Party Monster's a dope track. Reminder's a dope song. And there's elements to Six Feet Under that could have made it a good track. But it's too repetitive for me. It's the chorus for me that yeah. I don't like. It's it's just too too pedestrian. Yeah. Um. But I give it a seven point two five. Cool. Not the worst thing I've ever heard. Pretty decent album. Maybe two or three songs I'll listen to outside of reviewing it. Right. I want to put "Die for You" in the corridor of greatness. No complaints for me. Dope. Okay. I think my issues with the weekend are resolved. I won't. I'll try not to be angry about the Starboy thing anymore. It's been seven years. You yeah. know, we both have moved on to bigger and better things since the, that time. You know, congrats to him for going into a new phase in his music career as Abel, his real name. Uh, long live the weekend. Uh, we'll probably do more weekend uh, records. Maybe after this, there's a couple. He has a couple albums that you know. We'll see. The first ones, I def we de- I definitely want to do House of Balloons. That's his first first album. Yeah, it's really good. All right, it's really 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 good. Yeah, shout out to Abel. Do you man, keep on being innovative, but this one wasn't it, Chief. I say that like I gave it a horrible record, I mean, decent record, but I mean, he, I mean he's got so much better. He's, he's got some. 
he's lucky he's got that nostalgia for me. Otherwise, he'd be right there with Teenage Dream at a five. Yeah. 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 Good thing got Die for You and Lonely Night were on there because everything. And I, yeah, those were really, really the two records that like saved this for me. All right. Cool. Next one is uh, a doozy. Is it? Britney Spears. That'd be fun. Oops. I did it again. Yeah. Never listened to a whole Britney album, man. This is going to be really interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to explore some late 90s teen pop. Yeah, I have my grade for the song, but not the album. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A uh, nice little Easter egg. Yeah, a little yeah, teaser. Teasing, teasing. I don't like teases. You know All what? Right. Don't tease me. I don't want to be teased. Speaking of tease, I really got to take a shower. I'm on a time crunch right now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.